guys what's going on this is your girl model e of the e and friends podcast thank you for tuning in to another bi-weekly episode i want to say before i start the podcast thank you for listening to the previous episode number 48 enter or not to enter it was a very fun and also informative as some of people may say podcast And we also had someone to change their decision and make some very interesting life changes. Shout out to my girls for making this podcast episode a success. And thanks for everyone on social media who joined in and contributed and also who had questions to access. And I hope that we answered your questions and you had a lot of fun. So thank you for that. So this episode is going to be a solo episode. Um, before the girls and I re-intervene for part two, which will be out soon. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Um, I want to give you guys another solo dolo. So um, tonight I'm going to talk about a couple things. I'm going to be jumping from here and there. But one thing I did wanted to talk about was this young woman from North Carolina. Um, She was from Chalute. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like on the border of North and South Carolina, the coast. And she actually had won the lottery. Um, This happened a couple years ago. Um, Many of you probably did heard it. Or if you're on social media, you may click on something and and you may see it. But she's a young black woman. Um, She has about four kids. One of her kids um, is actually disabled. Um, And like I said, I'm not going to go through the whole script. You can go online and you can find it. Um... And um, I'm just going to give you snippets of it. I just wanted to touch bases on it because every time I get on social media, I actually see this come back. So I figure, you know what, let me go ahead. Let me speak a little bit about it because this stuff does happen. You know, you do go from rags to riches. And um, especially if you never had all that money at once, it's just easy for it to be gone with the blank of an eye. But, um, But yes, this woman, she had four kids. Um, one of them is a disabled child. Um, she's very young. I think she was like in her twenties and she worked at Walmart and another job. Um, she, she worked, um, a couple different jobs, you know, just to make things meet because it's, it was hard. You know, she's a single mother and, you know, she's been struggle. She's been struggling. And so, um, she won $188 million dollars. Didn't know that she was going to win this money. Um, just like everybody else. You go in a store, you buy a ticket, and you just, oh, you know, I'm just going to try it. Press my luck and just let me see how it goes. And boom, you won $188 million. Well, first of all, I'm going to have to take a break, shut everything down, and figure my life out. Because that is a lot of money that I've never, ever had in my life. So after taxes and everything, she got still $175 million, which is a lot. Now, think about everybody that who's going to come into her life. People that who's there, 
people who don't even know her. So she would develop new cousins, new aunties, new uncles, and everything. You know, everybody's going to come to her house for a cookout because she got money. Well, I can say she did trusted a couple people that she should have not trusted. You know, she invested in people that she should have not invested in. But it all goes back to you have to be smart. You have to be smart about your money. And if that's something that you never had and you get it, you are going to try your best to keep it. I know I will. So after she won this $175 million, she decided to take the lump sum versus, um, you know, over the 30 years. And um, she has always been a young woman who has always went to church. And, you know, she actually had developed this relationship with her pastor very closely. And um, sad to say, he took advantage of her. You know, he knew that she had this money and he wanted to do some type of investment. And so whatever the investment was, I really can't remember at this point. Um, I guess she maybe verbally told him that that's what she will do. And then he went and took his own money and he opened up this, this building and this place, this business. And then, you know, when she realized all her money was almost gone, she wasn't able to do it. Guess what happened? He sued her. Because he had to use his own money. Which is, I think, is very whack. You know, it is not fair. But that's how it goes. You know, the church is a business. And I'm not I'm not doing saying anything to knock down the church or anything. But the church is a business. And whether you know it or not, pastors, they still take advantage as well. They are still human beings. You know, you cannot put your trust in them. All right, so this woman had hit the jackpot. You know, she was just overly excited. Never thought it would have been about her. And she said that she was going to give to charity. So she started collecting her money. And then she had this whole out-of-body experience where she went from rags to riches, becoming a multimillionaire overnight. It was a battle for her. It was a, a battle. And she said one difficult, well, she didn't say, but one difficult decision that everyone who wins the, the lottery, they have to make a decision of whether to stay anonymous or reveal your identity. And um, I know here where I'm located in North Carolina, you have to reveal your identity. They make you go on television and you have to show your face, which is, I think is stupid because I don't want nobody to know that I'm winning all this money. People are crazy today. Um, the world is at a very different, a hatred place. And quite frankly, someone can try to take you out and steal your money. But that's what North, Car North Carolina does. Um, I know for South Carolina, where I am from, um, you do not have to show your face. You can just go, you know, and collect and stay anonymous. So this woman has been getting a lot of um, media attention. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned her name, but her name is Maria. And um, so everyone's just wondering what is she's going to do with all that money? Well, of course, she started out with the church and she gave a large donation. She also, what did she did? 
she also set up a fund um, so that her kids can go to college. <sighs> this one, I, I'm, I'm just still in deep thoughts about this one. A guy that she's been dating, which is a father of one of her kids, he continued to take and take and take money from her. And I don't mean take money, go buy cars, go buy jewelry, go buy food, go buy clothes. I mean, he stayed in jail, in and out of jail for stupid things, for little stupid things. And every time he went into jail, guess how much money they wanted? Close to million dollar, close to a million dollars. Why? Because they knew that she would go and take him out of jail. The system ain't shit. But that's also her fault for taking him in and out of jail. And I think that happened maybe like, what, three or four times? <sighs> Look, let me tell you something. If I'm I'm right here, if I went and won a million dollars and somebody said, hey, Uncle Jack is in jail and it's going to be $857,000 to get him out of jail, guess what? Uncle Jack is going to serve his time because first of all, I didn't tell Uncle Jack to go over there and do nothing stupid. He did that on his own time. He did the crime. Do the time, sweetie. I love you. I'll see you when I get, when you when you get out. I may even come and pick you up, but I'm sorry. I can't give you $857,000. <laughs> Not to sound mean or anything, but come on. Come on now. Tweet me. Will you pay almost a million dollars for someone to get out of jail when they did something stupid? Nah, I'm sorry. Not even. So this one, Maria, um, she has been on... Um, talk shows. I even think she was on, I think I saw her on Good Morning America. And also she has sat down with Ayala, Ayana, Fix My Life. She sat with her. Um, she went through a lot of emotional distress. It's, it just, it's just a lot with all this money. And um, she bought this home. She bought this big home I think is out there where she's from. And the property was a previous slave plantation and they said that it was filled with negative energy. Well, of course, you went and brought a slave plantation, you know? I don't think I would do that. Like, and um, I will post this picture up, but this is a, oh my God, this house is so big. It is big and it's like, okay. Don't, don't get me to start. I'm sorry. Let me go ahead. Let me stick to the script here. <laughs> All right. So she went on um, Ayala Fix My Life. And um, I, I guess she had like a lot of secrets to tell. And um, I think they talked with her mother as well, because this is the thing. Originally, her mother, it was her, her mother purchased the lottery ticket for her. She didn't actually win in a store and purchase it. But even though Maria actually chose the numbers, her mother just got the numbers for her. She was just unaware and she thought her mom chose the num numbers random. She didn't know that the mother used her number. She just thought that it was um, random. 
And so, um, but she did pay for this ticket herself. So, you know, a mom, she was like, you know, this is my daughter. It's fine. You know, let her keep it. And of course, you know, she's going to give mom some, you know, you know, that's what I do. You know, I'm going to hook mom up. I'm going to hook mom. I'm going to hook my immediate family up. You know, it's all good. So I'm, I'm happy to see that they didn't fight over that, that it didn't fell out of love because of that. Because one thing we all know is that money can make you fall. Money can make you fall so hard till it hurts. And it's sad. It's sad. Money can take over our life. You let somebody borrow $10. You don't get that $10 back. Guess what? Oh, we ain't friends no more. First of all, you act like you never got it from me. You run here, you buying stuff, you spending money. I think you got $10 to give me back. Now I feel a certain kind of way. But I'm not going to kill nobody over it. This is what I do. Somebody asks me for money. If I got it, then I go ahead and give it to you without expecting to give it back. Because I don't want none of that negative energy. You know, I'd rather just do that. So this young lady, like I say, she's been through a lot with the pastor. We're trying to give the money to charity, you know, and dinner with her boyfriend in and out of jail. One of her, her kid's father. And like I said, he'd been in there for three times and they just been asking her for like $21 million there. Um, she even, she, well, she did bought him a $15,000 Rolex. Um, she bought him a car and stuff like that. But that doesn't even compare to the amount of time that he'd been in jail. And that's just ridiculous. Like, it's not that much love in the world. And so, um, it's just, it's a, it's a sad story, you know. But like I say, when it comes to money, and especially a lot of money like that, you got to be aware. You got to put eyes on the side and on the back and also on your shoulders you got to look out you got to be smart you got to watch every move you got to watch everybody you damn near got to leave you know because especially if you're in one of those states that allow you to not be anonymous you got to watch your back but you also have to be smart about your money and i don't think this young woman was as smart as we thought she would be but I'm really hoping that she gets it together and she keeps some of this money, you know. Um, of course, you know, she got a lot of relatives that came into place, you know. Like I said, she had a child that was sick. Um, he's actually diagnosed with cerebral palsy at birth. So his his medical conditions was very expensive um, to pay for his medical expenses. And so now with all that money, she can afford to do the upkeeping on his, um, on his health, you know, which is great. So, um, I just wanted to touch bases on that. Um, if you guys are online, you can look it up. Um, you know, she's a young black woman and, um, it's everywhere. Just check it out. And, um, I also want to bring to you some, you know, I was sitting in the office one day and, you know, you ain't working. You see everything, you hear everything and you hear all these conversations from different folks and you're like, really? Are you serious? And it's a lot of things that people do. And I'm like, why are you doing that? 
So I just got a couple of do's and don'ts here is not in any particular order, just things that I see around the office. But I do want to start something off with about you women. This is what you do not do women. So when your man is out of town or not around, do not use this time to cheat. Instead, relax, watch Netflix, or even watch Hulu. Read a book. Hang out with your girlfriends. Or if you got kids, you and the kids go do something special. You know, I had this conversation with someone um, a couple years ago. And she said, oh, girl, when my husband go out of town, I call my boo, my work boo. And I'm looking at her like, you do what? Yeah. Um, me and her didn't really kick it like that because I don't roll like that. Model E don't roll like that. Look, I can say when my hubby is out of town, I use that time for me. I get into a relaxation mode. I cut a candle on. I watch a nice movie. Or, you know, I, I catch up on some reading. Or... I catch on all my shows that I don't get to watch during the week because I am busy. And I do it because he is gone doing his thing for the greater benefit of his family. And I'm not worrying about him and what he's doing. He's not worrying about me doing anything that I'm not supposed to be doing. I take that time and I just reflect because I don't, first of all, I don't have to cook. I don't have to do any of that stuff. I can cook a little something if I want, or I could just go and just buy the kids a pizza. And they love that. We're just doing our own thing. You know, sometimes it's good to have that break. But when you use that break to do negative things and create negative energy within your relationship, that's not cool. I don't like that at all. I believe that if you're with a person, you need to stay with a person. That's the type of person I am. So women, stop cheating on your boyfriend. Leave those work boo or street boos alone because they don't want anything. They only want one thing as a matter of fact. And you just messing up your home like that. Don't mess up your home. All right. Don't do that. Also, ladies, what I want you to stop doing not just young, but you got these old nasty ones out here too. Putting money in your bra. First of all, you got these big ass, sweaty ass titties and you stinking up the money. The money is dirty. Money is the, I believe is the dirtiest thing that you can touch. It's more dirtier than a restaurant menu. And we know that is dirty. Money travel from place to place, from countries to countries, from locations to locations, from the ground. Oh my God. People panties, people boxers, shoes, being socks, sweating. And then you're going to turn around and you're going to let that money touch your skin? Come on, man. That's nasty. Let me know. Tweet me. How many of you ladies do that? How many of you men hate that? All right, back in the day, I used to work at Walmart, right? I used to work at Target too. 
And ladies used to come through my register all the time. And when they hand me money, they take it out of their bra. So you know what I do? I let it sit on the counter. I'm not touching that. It is nasty. I need you to open it up and then they don't open it up. They just take it out all balled up and it's wet. No, 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 no. That's just nasty. So you take that money, you unravel it and I'll get a piece of paper towel and then I'll pick it up from there. But I'm not touching it with my hands. See, now when you work at Walmart, they have gloves and stuff. You know, so that, that that's a great idea. I don't know why they didn't do that when I was working there years ago, but that is actually a great idea. And, um, but people is nasty. If you keep money in your bra, you nasty. Tweet me and say that you keep money in your bra. I'm going to say you a nasty summer in my Bernie Mac voice. Man, I miss Bernie. Miss Bernie so much. All right, ladies, so stop putting money in your bra. Get you a little satchel, you know, a little fanny pack. Fanny, fanny packs are in style now. You can get them all different color. You can get them all different sizes. You can get it to match your outfit. They're very accessible. You can get them from anywhere. And they are very inexpensive. Come on, let's stop that. It's nasty. Number three, when you're on the job in the office, in an environment with other folks, when you're snacking and eating all the time, let me tell you one thing. It's a difference between snacking and eating. Snacking is maybe eating some nuts, some cheese and crackers, you know, maybe a bag of chips, fruit cups, vegetables, those are snacks. But when you're bringing food from what you cooked for dinner last night, um, you went outside to the food truck and you went to uh, Burger King, that's nasty. So now you got all that stuff moving around, incorporating into your body. Where do you think you're going? Well, I can tell you where you're going. Because when I go to use the bathroom at about 11.30 or so, and I see the sign up saying that it's closed for cleaning because the bathroom was funking, all that stuff that you just ate is coming out of you. It's nasty. Stop doing all that eating. You say that you're on a diet, you're trying to eat healthy, okay. Eat your fruits, your nuts, your veggies. Um, get you some peanut butter, put it on a celery stick or something. But food truck, Burger King, and what you cook at the house last night is not snack. It's not healthy. That's too much. And plus, when you go home, what you going to do? You going to eat when you go home as well. It's nasty. Look, folks, I'm telling you, and I know some of you probably experienced this too, but it's been plenty of time that I had to go use the bathroom and I had to take my shirt and put it over my nose. Or if it got really bad and to the point where I couldn't take it, I have to go all the way to the second floor and use the bathroom. That ain't cool. Please, people, 
Stop eating all this food in the office. Blowing up the office. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to your other coworkers. And it's not fair to the people who got to clean that shit. Stop being so nasty. All right, guys. So the last one on my list. Women. Y'all know you got the song out, you know, Tatiana and all type of stuff like that. You know, you got City Girls out right now, which is I love City Girls. And um, and I keep telling my husband I haven't had my hot City Girls summer yet. And he keeps telling me, girl, you need to shut up. But anyway, I love my City Girls. So this is one thing I want some of you women to stop doing. Even you are doing it, you have this guy and he belongs to somebody else. Okay. Well, good for you. Keep it to your damn self. When you see that man or woman in the street, and especially if he's with her, you need to act like you don't know him. You need to know your place. You are called the side chick for a reason. Stay on the sidelines, boo-boo. Don't be going over there starting a fight with that woman because first of all, that's her man. It's probably her husband. It's her kid's father. Don't do that. Keep it a little ladylike, okay? You already doing wrong. Keep it ladylike. Because in reality, you will never be number one. You will never be his wife. You will always be his side chick. That's why you can't go out in public with him. That's why y'all can't go to a nice restaurant. That's why y'all can't go nowhere over the weekend. Because you are the side chick. He comes to your house and he do what he needs to do with you. And guess what? He goes back to the main chick. Booyah! I know some of y'all are going to get mad with me, but guess what? Tweet me. That's what you do. So y'all loving this episode? It might be kind of short though. You know, but I promise you. I got the girls coming back and we're going to have another hot city girls summer before it's over with because the weather is changing a little bit out here. And um, I'm going to give you more, but I just wanted to give you a taste on, you know, winning that lottery and, you know, just give you a little tips, you know, most of you ladies. Um, men, do I have anything for you? I mean, because normally when I speak to the ladies, I normally have something for the men as well. But I don't have anything for the men tonight. I think your men are good. You know, black men don't cheat. I believe that. Keep that going. Keep that spirit. And keep us black women happy. And as long as we're happy, you're happy. You know? So, guys, thank you for tuning to the E and Friends podcast. I am your girl, Model E. And remember to keep up with me on social media. I am on the Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. I am also on Instagram at E and Friends Pod. And I'm also on Facebook, which is nobody really talk on Facebook. But you know what? It's all right. Don't worry about it. Do whatever you want to do. I'm still going to promote on Facebook, but Facebook is whack. But you can keep up with me there. Um, you can listen to me on Stitcher. Um, also on our platform, Simplecast, I'm on Google Play, 
um, on Spotify. I do need to mention Spotify more, um, but yes, we are definitely on Spotify. And also, I want to give a shout out to the Blackmail Podcast. That is another um, a brother podcast that's on the Got What You Need Network. And um, you have um, Tashawn or TS. You have uh, Icicles Dripping, and you have a Mr. Not Me guy. You know, if you haven't listened to those guys, please, please check out the Blackmail Podcast. Um, you can follow them on Instagram at Blackmail Podcast. And they are just a, a dope group of guys talking about dope shit. You know, I actually love their conversation. It's nothing nice about hearing men get together and just hearing about their conversation because they can take the conversation to so much of levels that we as women don't even think about. So I want to shout out to my black men. So y'all keep doing y'all thing, Black Male Podcast. And, um, you know, also we have to sit down, um, which is T.S. He has that. And um, the sit down was about, you know, sitting down, talking to people, doing great things, you know, people that who are creative, you know, whether you're in music or whether you're in business or whether you're, you know, into um, art, like you're doing anything dope. He wants to talk to you. So make sure you follow, you know, everyone on this platform and the Got What You Need Network and let's all just have some fun, you know? So uh, thank you guys and you will hear from me soon. Bye.